for for all things ATL. For everything Falcons. First to the end zone, touchdown! This is Peachtree Football. Now, your host, Dylan Matthews and Bo Morgan. But when we talk about the biggest impact, it's David Ayamada. But who do you think? Now, this can be anybody that was on uh, that, that that's been on the team, whether it's an old guy or a new guy on the Falcons. Who do you think is set to have a breakout season on the defensive line? And it could be uh, it could be a rookie. It could be. Uh, one of the new defensive linemen that we just talked about could be a guy who's a veteran on this team. And I actually think you had an interesting answer before we got started, and it's a guy who we were just talking about, and uh, and Grady Jarrett. So is, is that who you're going with as far as who could have a breakout year? Or are you going with somebody else? Um, you know, I really do believe that Grady Jarrett, if he can stay injury free, and 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 guys like Goldman and David Onyemata and Calais Campbell and uh, maybe even Zach Harrison do their thing, I think that he could have. Um, probably the best year of his career. I think he's prime. Grady Jarrett went in the last year and the best, I thought the best, some of the, one of the best, uh, some probably to me as good a physical shape as I've ever seen him. And so I, I, I absolutely think that um, Grady Jarrett is probably that guy that will have the biggest year. Um, now, I could be wrong. But I would have to say, for me, it's it's between Grady Jarrett and Arnold Ebicady. Because mm-hmm. I think as much as is talked about, um, you know, maybe Grady Jarrett having that impact and such, to me, you look at Ebicady, um, and, you know, the, the interior push that he's going to get in pass rush, that he's going to have for him with Anya Mata taking up a double team, maybe Grady in there, Calais in there. I think uh, Ebicady's going to, going to benefit from a, a, an, a collapsing pocket via the interior, if that makes sense. I think a lot of times uh, Ebby Katie was really close to, to producing sacks, but because quarterbacks had a, had, had a clean pocket to step into, he kind of missed out there. I mean, there were times where he couldn't finish, but that's also a second-year player. Now a rookie, and now it's going to be a second-year player. And if there is any kind of interior pressure, the quarterbacks won't have a clean pocket, and that might bottle up some sacks when he is getting pressure on that edge and and somewhat winning there when guys just can't step away from him cleanly. No, for sure. And, and look, we just talked about it. Having that help next to a, a guy like uh, Grady, uh, like David Onyemata, is going to be huge. Honored Epicadie is an interesting uh, choice as well because uh, not only is he going to – like you said, uh, he's going to have more help on, on the line, too. That interior offensive line, too, and defensive line, excuse me, that you just talked about, they're going to be causing more pressure for the inside and, you know, kind of pushing the quarterback or the running back to guys like Arnold Ebicady and D'Angelo Malone, D'Angelo Malone and guys like that. But also, too, he's going to be able to learn from some pretty premier edge rushers and guys who have had success like a, a Bud Dupree and even – being, you know, under the under the wing of Calais Campbell a little bit and just being able to maybe teach him what he knows. I know Calais Campbell is more of a traditional defensive end and, you know, Arnold Ebicady might be more of a little bit of an outside linebacker, but there are still plenty of skills there that Calais Campbell will be able to pass along. So being able to learn from Calais Campbell, being able to learn from Bud Dupree, I, I think is going to be huge for Arnold Ebicady. But, but a guy that I want to talk about that I think could really have a breakout year and – 
it's gonna and it might be a little bit of a long shot but i think he really will have an impact on this team this year and i think it's taquan graham i think taquan graham he he had his season shortened last year with injury and he was really good you've talked about this before bo he was very very good in the running game as far as run defense goes and when he was in there before he got injured this falcons runs run defense was actually close to they were a little bit above middle of the pack um they were they were they were they were pretty far up there but i think he's set to have a, a pretty big year if he can stay healthy now the one thing is i'm not sure how much he will be in there when it comes to third downs and we know all we we all know third down is where defensive linemen really make their money that's where they make their hay getting stops on third down i'm not sure how much he'll be in there on third down that's something we can get into here in a second um, I think he's going to be in on more running situations, but I still think he can make a huge impact on this defensive line. If he can find a way to find the field in, in obvious passing down situations, I think that that'll help him too. But I think for what his game is set up for and, and, and where he's going to be, where he's going to really make his gravy is, you know, making impacts on first and second down in, in the running game. But I think Taquan Graham, even with not necessarily being, in on those passing downs and maybe not being a a, a pass rusher, uh, so to speak, I think he's still going to have a uh, breakout year this year. Well, I, I like that. I mean, I, I think I, I thought Taquan Graham was a was a, did the dirty work and the quiet part last year that no one wants to talk about. To your point, I, I thought he was having. I mean, to me, he was having. Um, I don't want to say. A, I mean, a breakout year might be strong. See, the problem for me with a guy like that and picking a guy like that is a lot of people aren't necessarily going to notice that That's true. That's he's a good having point. a breakout year. Yeah. The way you knew how good Taquan Graham was last year was you saw the difference in, to your point, the run defense, which mm-hmm. is something you and I talked about extensively, the difference between him in and out of the lineup last year. Right. The only issue I have or worry that I have with Taquan Graham is snaps. Right and how um how he recovers from what is still a serious knee injury with I believe it was the ACL um it might have been MCL but I thought it was an ACL I, I would have to double check but to me that would be the only thing that would worry me with with, with TQ and um and you know and even yeah you know, I bought uh I went yes uh Friday I, I want to tell this story real quick yeah go ahead. I went Friday after the show that we, our morning show that um, that you produce and, and that me and uh, Mike Johnson, who's been on here, and Tiffany Blackman, uh, former NFL Network reporter, now works for uh, uh, ESPN doing college football. Big and, too. Um, we um I went to buy uh Phil Still magazine with, for college football, and it's the yeah. college football bible everybody talks about. And I grabbed um Lindy's. Um, NFL, Lindy Sports, who does a pretty good job with our pro football preview. And I want to read you this little snippet um, that they said. They're talking about the defensive line. And I just think it's interesting. Um, They're talking about Calais Campbell. And they say in 22, Campbell played 550 defensive snaps, which was 62%. By the way, he plans on playing 60% um, this year. I like that. And – and he played 35% of the uh, special teams, which I don't think he'll play yeah. very much special teams this year, to be honest with you. Um, right. you know, he, he, Campbell, though, had 36 tackles, 
five and a half sacks and 14 quarterback hits with four TFLs, which are tackles for loss, which you guys know. Yep. But this is the interesting part. To quite in the middle of a Calais Campbell love story that they're writing here. Yeah. Quan Graham, who was having a strong campaign, will try to make it back from knee surgery. Mm. Strong campaign. Yeah. Try to make it back. The strong campaign thing is to me is that the football people, the people that are doing this analysis, people that are that are that are, that are breaking us down are with us on how good yeah. we're playing. Right. Then he goes on to say, again, I told you that was in the middle of this Calais Campbell love story, which we love Calais Campbell on this sure. podcast. And yes. he says, Campbell will turn 37 on September 1st and plans to play 60% of defensive snaps. I said all that to say this. I'd have to go back and see how many of the snaps that uh, TQ played before he got hurt. Mm-hmm. But what I'll tell you is, is if he's only getting about 30 to 35% of the snaps, you might see a very fresh TQ Graham. You might also yeah. see a guy that's fresh second half of the season. And I think you could get it the and, and you might get more out of him for two reasons. One, coming off an injury, obviously still a young guy, but coming yeah. off the injury might help him come back uh, slowly and kind of, uh, you know, it, it really work his way back to um, real football playing shape. But the other thing for me is I just think he he will be when he's out there you're getting uh, the best of that guy and I also think him and TQ I mean him and Calais can play off each other as far as keeping each other fresh I think what I'm trying to say or no no let me phrase that what I'm trying to say is I think that is a depth thing because you have a guy who was a starter last year who played well for you right a pretty porous defense in some ways right who might not even be getting 50% of the snaps next year or this mm-hmm. season, um, it, depending on how Calais Campbell stays healthy and et cetera. That is called depth, and that is a good situation yes. because you're bringing a guy in, Antiki Graham, who's shown he can do it um, to a lesser extent to to take over and to give a breather to a guy like Calais Campbell who's a Hall of Fame player um, or will be in the five years – to the day after he retires. All right. I want to I want to end on this note as we uh, get close to wrapping up here on this episode of Peachtree Football. You talked about snap percentage, and I do want to get into that just really quick. Obviously, we really don't know, and that's why I don't want to spend too, too much time on it. But if you just had to take a quick guess on snap percentage, we know Clays Campbell has uh, basically said he, he plans to play 60%. I know Grady Jarrett is going to be a guy that gets a lot of uh, the snap percentage. Maybe he's around uh, maybe close to the same number as Clay. It's probably a little bit higher, around 60. Uh, obviously, David Onyemata is probably going to be a guy that gets a, a high snap percentage. If you would just – we won't even get into numbers because, again, we won't be able to tell. Uh, we just – we can't really give you a number. It's not It's not fair to y'all. But if you had to give, if you had to give me – the guys who you think are going to have the highest snap percentage. Just who are the guys that are going to be in there the most? I mean, is it Grady Jarrett in your book, Calais Campbell, uh, David Onyemata? Grady Jarrett. Grady Jarrett Jarrett played 76% of this team's snap counts last uh, last year. Uh, The defensive snaps, he played 856 of them, which was 76%. I would probably go to say a guy like Troy Anderson is going to get a. Now that I'm going linebacker, so I got to stick back to defensive line. But um, you know, Lorenzo Carter played 81. Um, mm-hmm. you know, um, 
and he's technically a linebacker, but he's a edge player. Yeah, yeah right. Um, right. but I would say Grady Jarrett, and then I would think that 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 Calais Campbell and David Anyamata would be would be two and three and uh, one way or another. Right. Um, but yeah, I think I think without a doubt, Grady Jarrett. Um, I, I mean, that there's just yeah. it just he's he's your best. He's he's close not. He's arguably your best defensive player and definitely your best defensive lineman. So no, he, he's definitely no, 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 there's no. I mean, the only other guy you could mention in his realm would be AJ Terrell, and, and I would give it to Trady Jarrett right now. I think Grady Jarrett's your best defensive player, and I think well, AJ Terrell is right there with him. Well, real quick, what about Jesse Bates? Do you think he is he in that realm too? I mean, he's he's got to be close to there. Um. Yeah, I, well, I would hell, I would hope so. You're paying him sixty million dollars a year. Um, but yeah, Jed, that's fair. That's fair. That's a good call because I was, yeah. I, I'm still getting used to Jesse. Bates. I know. I, I'm um, with you. I'm with you. Sometimes it's hard to remember that he, he's on your team. It's a but, it's a good thing to remember. <laughs> but I would say, I would say, and see, I think that's a good thing. Is I would say that you, that's that's a very fair statement. But you have three guys now. We're debating. Whereas yeah, years past, exactly. it was just great. It was just there was um, no debate. <laughs> and I think AJ is has been in that realm too. But yeah, but I, I, sure. I would I, to me, Grady Jarrett has been the most consistent player on this defense, um, probably since he stepped on the field for the team. Oh, for sure. As a rookie, well, now his rookie year is tough, but you know it's tough to really grade. But that guy was good for the moment he got here. So yeah, I would say Grady Jarrett. Yeah, I, I'm with you. I, I don't think there's any base, especially like you know, too. Uh, obviously, AJ's AJ's a pro's pro as well. But I mean, just what Grady do, Grady does on and off the field, and look, AJ does great stuff off the field too. Don't want to take anything from him, but I mean, he's just been the consummate pro, and then, like you said, he he proves it year in and year out. You know, there there's not a bad word you could ever say about uh, Grady Jarrett. But 